Are we going? Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Uh, uh, we're, uh, we're going. Well, Nick, you are one of my good friends, and you came in clutch. That's what friends do, man. Thank you. I, I called I called Nick this this morning saying, oh, man, my my uh, guest canceled, and uh, you, you fucking came down here. Well, it was, uh, you woke Appreciate me up, that. actually. I know I did. And then it was good because he woke <laughs> me up to get on Keith's ass to be like, yo, dude, are we going to run the plateau or what? Which yeah. We already got it out of the way, so Great. Su- Sunday's off to a good start. Great. Do morning run, man. Can't you can't beat it? It's out of the way, just done. It's like brushing your teeth first thing in the morning. You have half the job's done. You know, you already ran and freaking got your lungs blown out, so it's good. Do you feel it's good? I uh, today was a good morning. I woke up early and I was already out there by like five thirty. Oh shit! Jogging up. I mean, <clears throat> I, I mean, you have you seen this park up here? It's a pretty big park. It is. You know, it's always it's nice. It's, that's that seems to be my my morning run. I would I would truly enjoy love living here because I have a park where I live too, and it's not that big. Yeah. And you got a little bit of incline to, to warm up the lungs and, you know, get there, stretch out, yeah. and, they, and they take off from there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you don't see it, but, like, once you're up, oh, you're, you're going up the hill slowly. Yeah. It's like a big, slow, steady incline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my buddies, they always they always point out, like, there's this hill I found. We're like, all right, so we'll go there. And then at the base of it, we'll walk up and down so, like, you're familiar with it, the yeah. terrain. And then once you get back down, stretch out, and then we just start jogging. And it's like the never-ending hill, and it's like for for – for the training we do, you know, outdoor training, yeah. it's like, come on, man, 10 more seconds. You know, we're thinking, like, th- that, the, the end zone, the final uh, destination at, at the jog of the hill. Yeah. We're like, that's the fifth round. Just make it to the to the finish line. Yeah. Just go to the end. Yeah, keep going. It's like, oh. And then once you think we're almost to the freaking plateau, it's like, it keeps going. It's gone. And it's like, damn, dude, it's brutal. How, how important is doing cardio, let's say running and training for like 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 a like mma training or or or, or even the uh, ground game how how important is is jogging and how and how, how how does that help it's it's a key factor like in jiu-jitsu there's a saying they say uh jiu-jitsu is like swimming with sharks you, huh. you gotta you gotta tread the water but you're in there with sharks because you know they're yeah. also trying to kill you so you gotta you gotta maintain your you gotta wade the water which means if i'm in a bad position like in submission wrestling or in the gi and the kimono, mm-hmm. you could like just uh, try to like burst out of it, like trying to like stay afloat. But then you're going to gas out because it's like, no, you need to, you know, stay calm, wade the water, assess the situation, see, okay, how could I advance my position or freaking attack them to where it's in my, my freaking favor. But also to keep your freaking breathing and your, your cardio intact because even if you're in a, like my buddy Mo, he had, he was on top knee on belly and he tapped out because he was tired. And the oh. guy on bottom was in a bad position, but he was just gassed out. He was like, oh, he just stopped. Cardio is fucking key, dude. Cardio is key. Yeah. It's it's number one. Like, how you go running in the morning, that's the best thing. Especially, like, when you guys are on stage just, like, fucking shit up for, like, a whole set. I'm like, that takes cardio, you know? And you guys are conditioned, you know, um, artists. Same thing as conditioned athletes, dude. My brother does those Ironman, uh, swim three miles, ride a bike for a century, 100 miles, mm-hmm. and then run a marathon. He did the first one, I think, at 47, like, in 12 or 14 hours. Whoa. And I was like, damn, that takes some serious condition and training. So like yeah, it, and it all it all started it stems back from running, dude. Yeah. Our our root fucking conversation right now is running. Dude's the root. It's the fucking before we made a bicycle and figured out to climb mountains and shit, you know, we would run from fucking lions and stuff back in the day. Like, you know, as humans. Yeah. Like, oh fuck. You know, or dinosaurs, even cavemen. Totally. And then imagine imagine being the fat fuck, not having cardio, running from a fucking saber toothed tiger. Dang. Or the fucking triathlete. Triathlete's going to fucking survive. You know, survival of the fittest. Yeah, totally. Of the fittest running. Yeah. 
Yeah, Ronnie, dude, that's a, that's such a, like a foundational, if that's even a word, foundational uh, way of cardio. Definitely, yeah. I, I noticed that when I was jogging, like really like consistently back years ago, like late 20s, and I was also training with, with, with you, mm-hmm. is uh, the show was like, when we got on tour, it was so easy. I, I, I stopped sweating. Because like, because the cardio was so built up, I was yeah. used to like your conditioning out for, like, was there. Yeah, um, like me and Nick work out for fucking two hours. Two hours, and then like a show for like forty five minutes. Yeah, it's just like oh, this is like, well, yeah, simple. Same thing with I mean, all respect in the world to you know your musicianship on stage. I don't even know if that's a fucking word, but it made it up. You did just it like is. a platform, yeah. platform, platform shish, yeah. whatever it's called. <laughs> Found, but uh, same thing, like you would come over the night before morning training and you would crash in my apartment and you're like and i was like all right let's go to the gym and yeah. let's let's rehearse like rehearse for the show let's rehearse for class yeah just not so much because we don't know how class is going to go how coach Tarek or coach daniel is going to structure you know the format but let's just get you know warmed up loosened up for that way get your lungs worried you know get them on fire yeah blow that shit out of the way and then catch your breath and then then you're ready wow because people go in there they, they hold their breath and swing for the fences whether it be swimming sprinting or freaking rolling jujitsu or riding a bike or playing guitar hold your breath and i'd always be like dude Exhale, ah, flex your fucking core. Yeah. That yeah. way you could also take a counter strike, but also too, so you can keep going, you know? Yeah. So same. imagine doing a freaking, what you guys do on stage, holding your breath. Yeah, you can't do that. can't do it. Same thing as fucking everything. Breathing is number one, dude. That's why, like, in martial arts, the kidney, the liver shot, anything body shots zaps the fucking guts and the lungs. So you see a lot of guys that cut a lot of weight, the other guy would be, like, going for their stomach. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's brutal, dude. Dude, that, that is Mug. brutal. Well, Nick, also, thank you for the uh, champagne. You got it. I, I, I really appreciate that. Uh, it's very, it's a very, very heartfelt gift. Yeah, dude. I mean, I remember when we were sitting there and we were just like, you know, it was your guys' rehearsal studio, the, the studio. But then, you know, you were doing your live videos and I was like, that's awesome. Dude. That, that's that's awesome that you're like contacting with, you know, the, your fan base and just people out there in general. Mm-hmm. And then when this was just a thought, I was like, all right, dude, like, let's start talking gear breakdown. Yeah, and then to be sitting here for the second time now, but in yeah. this view, I see more of the back, the back of house studio, which is awesome over there. It's like you know, peripheral. I'm looking over at you and DK, but this is this is awesome, man. That's why I brought that. I was That's like, awesome, yeah, man. Pop the fucking bottle. It's cool. Yeah, we we went to a Stadium Pizza in Elsinore with it was like it was it was you and me, CC and David Ingram because mm-hmm. I we're just like I had this idea. I'm like, you know, I know I need people that will be honest with me and straight up and give me like just like a full-hearted like opinion on us so i mean yeah. and you and dave were the first ones that came to mind yeah and we were just talking and it's just an idea just thrown out there now look at it and now and now we're now, now we're going yeah now it's on youtube yeah you got, you got an executive <laughs> uh, producer slash uh, con- creative consultant over here yes uh, Up- yeah. updating the social media status of this hell yeah yeah, yeah that's cool man <laughs> it and, is yeah and, and you helped me pick out these these lights oh yeah dude. i was like okay let's get the with you know whatever your guys working budget is let's get whatever you want to spend the most money on gear that matters the most. The lights True. don't matter the most. I mean, you can get like badass, like you can spend thousands on lights, but you could get away with like you could they call it cheat lights yeah. or cheat cheat of uh, scene. Yeah, you could you could ball on a budget pretty yeah. much. But microphones, cameras, that shit, you don't fucking skim money. And you got quality shit. Even these monitors are bomb as fuck. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Sitting here, it's like it's badass. Like hell yeah, man. Yeah, you guys, and, you guys are kicking ass. <laughs> yeah, and you, and you have a lot of experience, you know, doing films and, and filming stuff. Yeah, I've I've gone from behind the fucking camera on commercials to where I'm actually in the fucking commercials, and we're filming all day and we're in the wineries and every time in between scenes they're like cut. There's someone because there's someone in the background like looking dead into the fucking lens. It's like come on, you gotta pretend like the cameras aren't there. Yeah, it's the only way it works. Yeah. And um, 
every time in between takes, the the restaurant or uh, tasting room manager would come out with the bottle and refill the wine glasses. And I'm like, I was just like, you know, making it hit my lip. I had a purple line from fake hitting the lip. Yeah. And I was looking around and I was like, everyone's fucking drinking. And I yeah. asked my my crew chief, my CC, and I'm like, hey, dude, everyone's drinking wine. It's cool if I drink. He's like, yeah, just don't get fucked up. Uh-huh. So then even getting a little tipsy because we're filming all fucking day. The back of house guys, like the hired fucking L2 or the guys for the lighting and stuff, because even if we're outside in the daytime, yeah. you got to have artificial light to like make pop the freaking, you know, oh, the yeah. belt of the bottle and shit. Yeah, yeah. And even me, a little tipsy, like, I was like, yo, man, I didn't try doing this. And they're like, shut up, you stupid actor. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm not an actor, dude. Like, yeah, they just course. threw my monkey ass in the fucking scene because there was only one guy and four girls, so he looked like a damn pimp. Yeah. So I can get in there. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like behind holding the fucking camera and the fucking, you know, boom mic. And they're yeah. like, get in there. I was like, all right. So I'm in a couple of Temecula winery commercials. Hell yeah, dude. Got paid, got nice. wine, ate for free. Fuck it. <clears throat> dude, that's a fucking fat deal right there, man. It's fun. I mean, it's, you know, both spectrums of the fucking realm. Yeah. You know, like, one of the cool ones, like, would have been awesome going on tour with you guys. But I was like, nah, dude. Like, just the stars weren't aligned for me at the time. And my sister yelled at me. She was like, you could have went around the world with your friends. And I was like, I know. And, I, you know, it weighed on me a lot to not do it. But, yeah. you know, everything happens for a reason. We're still here now. Like, we're chilling up together on the podcast. Yeah. Which we would have done anyways, but. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I remember, that was, this was years ago. Like, yeah, I think we're, we uh, we asked you, hey, like, you, you want to go on tour? And and you, and you just had stuff. I think you, you had stuff going on. And uh, I think we we're trying to get you to be a guitar tech, right? Oh, yeah. I was like, fuck it. Did you yeah. get down? Yeah. I would I would prefer like bouncer. Oh yeah, pff, sure. Got you guys. I mean now, I mean, guitar tech and you know bouncer fly. Just hold me. Yeah. Now, uh, now you've been promoted from that to now. Now you're. I mean, you're our low key. You know, bouncer bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> creative low, creative low consultant key. on the fucking podcast slash uh, low key. The, the enforcer. No, the enforcer. I like that one. That one sounds better. Enforcer. enforcer. Yeah, enforcer. Yeah. If you've seen a uh, goon. And they or uh, the ice guardians, they they t- they could tell the difference. The goon is somebody that doesn't know how to play hockey. That's just there to take out the star player of the other team. Yeah. The enforcer can actually play hockey. Yeah, but that's the muscle to protect their players. You know. Yeah, that's yeah. like that's like big brother, like guardian, the ice guardian, dude, the, the fucking enforcer. The enforcer, dude. I like the enforcer better. Yeah, I, I, <clears throat> people don't know you're there sometimes, but but if they do anything, they'll know you're fucking there. Yeah, but I like, mean, uh, I don't like, I don't like care that one guy. That way. Yeah, your your buddy in Old Town. <laughs> <laughs> That was the best. Just seeing the reaction on his face going from having sheer pleasure, thinking he's freaking being a bully to a dude with purple hair that's with his girlfriend. Yeah. To like, oh, fuck, that gorilla behind him. That's like, that's that's probably like his brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think we were, we're, we were talking about that with the last podcast. Yeah. Some guy, we were walking around Old Town Temecula and like some guy said some comment about about my hair, like in a very condescending, like he's trying to punk me. Yeah. Oh, and, no, it's here. <laughs> and then like you kind of popped up. What? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, shit. yeah. I, he's I was not, like, he's this, not alone. I, we were just walking, and I heard that, and I knew because I heard them chuckle, and I knew what they meant. And I, I looked at him on my nice face, and the way he was like, Haha, oh shit, uh, and uh, I just look at him like, like, what are you doing, bro? Like, being a bully always backfires. There's always karma, like for your for your bad decisions. Dude, totally. I've I've made them too, you know. Not not being a bully, but I've made bad decisions. I'm like, oh, probably shouldn't have done that, you know. Yeah, yeah. And that unfortunately, that's how how we learn. You of course. Know? I remember, like being. You know, late teens or maybe even early twenties. Yeah, you just have like this kind of, I don't know. You're you're, you're more willing to fight. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you want to fuck that guy? I want to fight him. You know. It's. It, I think it's also too like you have uh, not bravado or machismo, but like you feel like you need to prove yourself to yourself. Yeah. 
And then once you don't have to prove yourself to yourself, like, well, life is a lot happier. Yeah, true. Because, like, you know, like, you know, you, you don't carry yourself in that light to where if yeah. you ever need to use it, you could use it. But it's like you don't want to use it because you use it every day with your friends getting better. Totally. And doing that shit. I mean, if someone, like, pushes an old lady over, it's like, okay, now it's time to show button and fuck this person up. Yeah. But other than that, you know, it's like, all right, just train for a competition. Try not to get injured. Like, I'm injured right now, dude. But still, you know, you got to train when you can. Yeah. And if you can't train to stay on top of your nutrition, you know, that way fucking you can just be live a healthy lifestyle. Because I could have easily gone out last night and got fucking hammered. Yeah. Stayed home, fucking watched movies, and Great. got up early and went and ran. And now I'm here with you guys. You know, having a freaking some bubbly on the with the on the guards podcast with the guards coffee. Oh yeah, man. Too when I, I called I called you earlier too. It was like it was like six thirty. I'm like, I know he's not gonna be up yeah, because yet. I knew Sam. I'll be fight. Uh, he he fought. Shout out to uh, to uh, Sam. Yeah. And I knew all right, Nick Smiling probably Sam. Nick probably watched the fight with DK and he probably got hammered. I ho- I'm just gonna call him every thirty minutes and, yeah. and, until he picks up. Yeah. That 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 was my goal, but like. Luckily, that, that that was not the case, and and, and you woke up really, and uh, yeah, yeah, dude, you rec- you fucking electrocuted your Frankenstein. I was like, oh, hello. Yeah. Right. Last thing I'm thinking is like, yo, can you come in clutch for the freaking podcast? I was yeah. thinking like, yo, what's wrong? It's early in the morning. Usually, it's like afternoon or, or night when we fucking kick it. Yeah, but it was cool that you hit me up early for me to get on Keith. Like, yo, let's go run, and then yeah, he was he beat me to the hill, and we just took off from there and had a pretty probably like a three mile run, two and a half miles. Three mile run. Yeah, it's good. Like for, for good run for not running in like I don't know two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do your knees feel? Knees are good. It's my you're quads good. are a little blown out because like the the terrains it's not flat. It's not like the hamster wheel the oh, okay. sidewalk. You know, yeah. we're running out in the dirt and trails up in the Santa Rosa Ecological Reserve up top of uh, La Cresta in in what Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty pretty badass spot up there. It's good uh good exercise either hiking, going to the waterfall, fisherman's trail, or just running the loop. Yeah, it's uh. You know, that was what I was doing during uh, the start of the pandemic. Everything was locked down. Everyone's fearful of their life like a damn Twilight Zone movie. Yeah, so it's super tough. I just started hiking. I was like, I'd be out in nature. Good. Just get some fresh air. You could social distance without wearing the damn mask. And then just started doing that a little bit. And then, you know, it's fun. But now when gyms are starting to open it back up. So it's so for me, it's always fun to, like, go train and see your, your friends. You know, it's like you go into a rehearsal or, like, a NAM gym. It's like at, at uh, not Comic Con, NAM. Yeah. You know, you see all your buddies in the industry. Going to the gyms, like, same thing, especially, like, at with Poncho at Checkmat. It's it's just, like, strictly a like jiu-jitsu, like, just competition jiu-jitsu team. People that, you know, they just want to learn the art, which is awesome. At, at DHAFC, Dan Henderson Athletic Fitness Center, it's, like, you got people that are just wrestlers, just freaking MMA fighters, just jiu-jitsu people, or just, like, strikers, kickboxing, or they're just there to do take yoga class. Yeah. And there's a lot of people there, and it, for the most part, everyone's cool as fuck, you know? That's great. So that's... Once uh, gym started opening back up, it's like good seeing like having that camaraderie and that mutual respect with like another athlete, you know. Yeah. Because it's it's like fun. You you know like there's like three versa climbers. That's like that ski rack that you do like fucking just all day long. It's like hiking up yeah. the side of a mountain. Yeah. It's good lining up next to your buddy, and be like, all right, fifteen minutes to see who gets the highest repetition. And it's just friendly, like you know, friendly competition. But it's like you're getting healthy also doing it. Yeah. Healthy competition, man. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice, man. Yeah, I mean, it sucks for like. I mean, obviously for, I mean, most people, not almost close to everybody. I mean, it's like the whole lockdown kind of kind of sucked. But like, especially the way you train, like, you kind of have to be in contact with people. Yeah, it sucked, huh? Yeah, it and does not, because I not from not being able to train. I mean, everyone was still training, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, it's just like everyone. The rule, golden rule, was like. 
don't post anything. Don't say anything. If you even have a freaking sniffle or a freaking eye booger, don't show up. Yeah. Just stay home until you're feeling 100%. Because yeah. doing that shit, you're pretty much clenched, clenched up on somebody. Yeah. You know, if it's MMA, like, you got to get them against the cage. You're, like, breathing the same air. If you're jiu-jitsu or wrestling, you're breathing all over each other. So it's like you got to be 100% back then. Yeah. And uh, now it's like people are getting the vaccine. People are coming out more. And, you know, fucking either they'll roll with the mask, which is ridiculous. But, I mean, if that's how you... You know, you should just stay home at that point. Yeah. You know, that's like wearing a fucking bag over your head and going to a movie. It's like, what are you doing? You can hear the movie, but you can't see the movie. Yeah, totally. So. Yeah, same. I got, I got the uh, fucking, got round num- number one, baby. Oh, Boom. Yeah. Mark, I guess it's, it's being called the Mark of the Beast. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> the one where you get two shots, right? Uh, Yeah, I got the Moderna. Moderna, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to get the Johnson & Johnson one for that's my sister. Sweet. There we go. Is that one the Mark of the Beast too, or is, is oh, they're it? all? I mean, you know, obviously there's like conspiracies and stuff yeah. over the vaccine or non-vaxxers, but you know, fuck it, I got, I got the Mark of the Beast. It's the right. uh, what's that? Um, there's a funny meme where it's, it shows uh, the 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 hippie hippie dude uh, clearing the kids with the power crystals of yeah. the fucking, COVID, or you know, and he's, yeah. he's like he's rubbing the crystals on them for like for like superpowers so they don't get the fucking yep. COVID. But yeah, dude, I mean. We're eventually all going to have to get it because leaving the United States of America, you're fine. It's coming back in. You got to show a vaccination oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or, yeah. you know, they make Probably. you do the finger prick. Wait, is that I official, won. though? I, I think wonder. so. Because my family's down in, they're down in Mexico on vacation. And while we were at together, the, they were talking about no problem leaving the country. It's getting back in. So if you have the vaccination, it's, you don't have to wear a mask and you can show your vaccination card. All right, keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't have the card, then they got to finger prick you. Yeah. And then we got to wait like the... Uh, how the girls pee on the fucking pee sticks, see if they're pregnant or not, the line shows up. Yeah. Same thing with the finger prick. Like when I cornered Keith in Vegas, they finger prick you and you gotta wait five minutes. Oh Quarantine. And once you do, they give you a wristband that you can't take off. Same thing for the UFC. Like, yeah. You, know, you gotta quarantine prior, get tested, quarantine, test again, and yeah. then boom, like, then you're in. <clears throat> yeah, Dana White did it right, man. The, he just went full on, I'm still gonna have fights. Yeah. And test all. all all the fighters, and now he's, I mean, the first pretty much event to have a full arena, which is next week in Florida. Yeah. That's a sick card, man. Who's on it? Uh, that's uh, Usman and uh, Jorge. Oh, Mass dude. All. Now, now George has a full camp rather than six days, and a lot of people are saying he took that fight on six days prior because he wanted to use that six days only as an excuse. I don't think that's true. That motherfucker, yeah. he's game-bred for a reason. Yeah. Tough motherfucker. That I think with the full cap, he could take it to Usman. But Usman, having that first fight with him, already knows his yeah. the nature of the beast. He knows what he's going to do. They, they both know. Uh, they both know. Masvidal's going to want to stand and bang. Usman's going to want to freaking clench up and just gas him out. Yeah. You know, it's like having a sprinter in the pool. The fat kid's going to grab him, drag him to the deep end, and just take him to the bottom. Wow. Gas him out. Then once he, once they're tired, then it's like, hey, now it's my turn. Then you get him. Dang. It's a, strate- it's a strategic fucking planet. You can't go in there and just swing for the fences. You're going to get either hit knocked out or knocked them out, which is good when you knock them out. Yeah. But it sucks because you're like, oh, I just got knocked out. It's even better when you're like, fuck, man, I knocked him out in the fourth round but when you're fucking tired. Yeah. That's more like achievement. But, I mean, of course, you just want to go in there and take him out of there. Of course. I wonder how, yeah, I wonder how George is going to handle that fight. I wonder if he's going to start swinging or just pace himself or how, like, how he's going to approach that, that, that whole thing. I've never seen him have cardio problems, and I don't even think he had much cardio problems in that fight because, you know, he's an athlete by, by yeah. nature. But that's that, you know, at that level, that tier of fucking athleticism, 
Usman was ready to fucking go. He was yeah, right, he was and ready. then the I forget. I think Burns dropped out, and then Masvidal jumped on it, which is good for him. That's a big payday, and he could even probably rehaggle his fucking contract to be like, all right, you know, this is the stipulation in the contract because it's not set to the rules, so let's renegotiate yeah. and get maybe more per, uh, pay per view percentages because. My buddy Fernando Gonzalez, the Minifimaniac, he was like, "It doesn't matter if it's your very first time fighting in a big organization. What you, what you know, show fight. Okay, let's say you're going to make thirty thousand. Mm-hmm. You got to be fighting for a little bit to make that much money. Yeah. So fifteen to show up, no matter what. Win and lose, you're getting fifteen. If you win, then you get double that, so you get thirty. Then if you get bonus fight night, that's fifty. Whoa. My friend Sam unfortunately lost yesterday, but uh, that's my homie. Win or lose, you know, Sam Al- smiling, Sam Alvey. But uh, he got bonus of the night because he was he was fucking whipping him, to, yeah. To take his to take Julian's head off, but you know Julian got him. But you know that's the fight game. You know? Yeah. Of course you always want your friends and teammates to win, but yeah. You know you got to a lot of people like they get all heartbroken and down. It's like yeah, it sucks, but that's part of the game, you know. It's part of it. Part of it. You got you got to have those low lows to have to have those high highs, you know. Yeah. It sucks, but that's just how it is, man. Yeah. It's like rising from the ashes, like the phoenix, you know. Yeah. Burnt, burnt down to a crisp, and then poof, come back up. It's, yeah. You, know, you got to dust yourself off and keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Sam's a great guy too. Oh, yeah. Very, very pure dude. Yeah. Him and him and Britt. Uh, when last time I was here, when we were talking about uh, the roommate that got all weird and I had to start him. Yeah. Um, the drive, the next morning, the drive, Sam was with the babies and two other fighters in the back. They're all sleeping. And I was sitting in the front with Britt McKee, his wife. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to be rude and just go to sleep on her. So she has a bunch of dudes snoring in the van. Yeah, she's driving all, yeah. she's, you know, she's cornering us, wrapping her hands. But people sure. don't know that. Uh-huh. Britt's a freaking awesome corner. Mm-hmm. When, when I did the charity boxing at Pachanga, the one you guys went to, mm-hmm. uh, you, Mark and Dan, my, my family, my nephew, my niece were so stoked. They're like, what? Suicide Stunlands is here from Uncle Nick. And I was like, oh, those are my homies. Like, you know, don't think of it like that. Just be like, yo, what up? You know, they're my freaking good friends. Yeah. But um, Britt was wa- wrapping our hands, and this photographer for Inland Empire comes back there, and she's like, oh, that's so sweet. Oh, look at you. You're wrapping hands. Like, and I'm thinking, are you trying to degrade my friend? <laughs> like, we'd already, like, you know, I think, no, we hadn't gone to Indiana yet, but we went to Vegas, and I told the lady as she's, like, talking to Britt, like, oh, it's so cute. You like the fight. And then I'm like, She's probably one of the best corners. She's probably, if not the best corner in this whole fucking room, because it's a bunch of, like, you know, I was like, no, there's no way. Like, she knows way more than them. Yeah. And she's making our hands into fucking clubs to where you probably don't even need gloves. Like, she wraps your wrists and your metatarsals and your knuckles over so good. You could hit yeah. them. It's, they call it, like, bare-knuckle boxing. Yeah. But now, you know, they wrap up to here until the knuckles are exposed. Yeah. But even with the layover on the wraps, dude, I mean, you could go get in a freaking street fight like that. Like like how Masvidal used to do the back of brawling with fucking Kimball's. Yeah. Yeah. If you have your hands wrapped like that, your hands are good, dude. You can go eat tacos afterwards. You'll be fine. Wow, really? Yeah, Britt's no joke. But on the drive up there is when I really got to know them because I was like, so how do you, you know, just small talk, road talk. She was like, oh, we were high school sweethearts. And I was like, that's awesome. High school sweethearts, got married. They have like four of their own kids, and then they adopted a little one. Like they pretty much, this kid would have been fucked up with like social services. Sam and Britt took that baby, a little girl. Wow. And they fought for a year with the family who were piece of shits. And now the, the little girl's there. Wow. Yeah. Crazy, right? That's crazy. So Sam has a whole Brady bunch, and his wife is his chief corner. And then Joe, Joe, Joe Daddy Stevenson and uh, Gustavo Pugliese were in his corner as well yesterday. Whoa. But Britt is always there. That's special, man. Hmm? Right? And, and, and takes, you know, it takes both sides. So those are two special people. Not only you need to have... Man, 
four kids, but all right, now now we're gonna adopt one more. Yeah. On top of four kids, that's that's amazing. Man. I think they're going for a baker's dozen. <laughs> Woo! All right, go for it, man. If I, I think they're so hardcore Christian, I'm like, hey, if the Lord tells you to do it, do it. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's fucking sick, man. You, yeah, you don't hear about people having that many, that many kids anymore. They, you'll hear like one, oh, a couple have like one kid just because of yeah. financial reasons or. You know, like in California, people have like two or three kids max out of state. They're cranking them out, dude. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't have a kid yet, but I mean, just the thought of having one, I'm like, wow, having a kid, a whole nother human Mm -hmm. in in your life. Two? And you got to have all the answers to it. All the answers of life. They're going to come to you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't got any answers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well now the kids Pizza's are, good I, 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 I can right? say that Now the kids are still Drowned out on their tablets Like they believe everything It sucks They believe everything They see on online Oh no You know yeah. It's like That's where You know You gotta have the Perno filters And also like You know Just lead them Common sense shit You dude that, That's That's the big one I think I'll probably Struggle with the most Is like Trying to raise a child In the Current I, w- w- Wherever the uh, culture And climate is at Especially with social media I was mm-hmm. like Man how I don't know. The influential level of social media on a kid's mind is ridiculous. I agree. I think that the foundation of a family needs to be stronger now than ever because of that influence. Because of that. Mm-hmm. Tide pods. Those kids are eating freaking uh, laundry detergent and dying. Exactly. Because it's a trend, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's a challenge. I dare you not it's to die. It's a challenge. Eating laundry detergent? Those little uh, plastic gel pods, like how you would do for the dishwasher, same yeah. thing for the detergent. You haven't They were eating that? Tide pods, dude. Oh, jeez. Oh my gosh! It's what? it's the challenge. It's the like challenge. I challenge you not to be a dumbass. <laughs> wow! <laughs> They're like, can't do it. You got to eat these Tide Pods and lick the toilet and get COVID. What whatever happened to eating dirt? When 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 I, when I was a kid, I used to eat dirt because it was safe. Yeah, I mean, you, know, well, you know, like what does this taste like? I'm I'm I mean I'm six or like seven, but yeah. I would go to the backyard and it's it's crunchy and gritty. That was our it's, challenge, it's, right? It's dirt. Yeah. Eating dirt. Yeah, go, or dog go, food. Dog food. It was dog food. Yeah. Like, dog food. Whatever happened to that? No, they. Now it's laundry detergent. It's laundry detergent. Yeah. yeah. That Stuff. never. I, that's never crossed my mind. Well, it's like how the ja- the Japanese they eat. Uh, is it? I think it's blowfish, the one that blows up a spiky ball. Yeah. That's like super fucking poisonous. Yeah. And they they cut it the sashimi so thin, like almost like ginger thin, like super thin. Yeah. To where if you consume too much of it, or if you're allergic, like it kills them immediately. Wow. That's like their challenge. Like, okay, so if you could survive the fucking blowfish or puffing fish, whatever the fuck it is called. Whoa. Like they actually do that, dude. If you've seen that movie John Wick Three, when the Great that movie. Russian chick recruits the sushi guy, yeah, and she he cuts her that one slice of fish as she eats it. Oh, that's that fish. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why they he dared her like as a like a okay, let's see. That's why it's so like oh, like, she's just eating. No, it's it's that oh, fish. Oh, okay. I'm an idiot. No, it's it's, it's just uh, you know, I, I watch documentaries on oh, how do you how do you where'd sushi come from? Where the katana sword, or, you know, Man. the machete in Mexico, or the nunchucks, like shit like that. Yeah, like I'm, everyone's like, oh, did you watch Queen's Gambit? I'm like, no, I'm watching like the fucking. Origins of the Ninja Turtles or something. <laughs> Dude. Oh, man. I don't know if I if I should get into it. What's up? Fuck. Speaking of fish and sushi. <laughs> Cece knows what I'm about to bring up. Oh, here we <laughs> go. Did we, we, last week. Okay. If you know me or don't, I love... Everyone is aware of what I love. Yeah. I love pepperoni pizza. It's, it's pretty... It's, I mean, I love pepperoni and pizza. Let, let's just say this. It's the undefeated You're champ, dude. That. Everyone. Huh? Everyone knows you for that. Yeah. Pepperoni pizza is the it. undefeated champ, dude. That's it. That's it. Let's just say that 
um, when I'm alone or, or with uh, Cece, my, my uh, lady, is I haven't been having pepperoni pizza for the first time in my life. Wait. I saw this documentary. Uh, it's, I, I believe it's called. What did you do to my friend? Oh, don't look at me. Oh, everyone's going to look at me now. They're like, you're the reason why. But no, listen to this. I, I believe the documentary is called Seaspiracy. And, uh, and it was basically about the fishing industry and how it's, I mean, it's pretty bad. I, I would argue way worse than the meat industry. And, uh, the, oh, yeah, because we can't see it. Yeah, we're, we're away from it. Because, because you can't see it. And uh, how, like, how they treat the fish and, like, I mean, dolphins, whales, uh, how most of the plastic in the ocean is actually, almost 50% of it is actually, like, fish nets that, that is just dumped. And how, and how if, if they're fishing for a certain fish, uh, that's, it gets other animals caught, like, you know, turtles or, like, uh, dolphins, just to get a certain type of fish. So, like, I mean, everything suffers. And, yeah. and, now, and now they're even, like, um, like, the whole industry is, like, even destroying, like, the fucking, like, soil underneath, like, the, like, like. Like, like the like the algae in the very bottom that, that, oh, yeah. that everything needs to live. Yeah, it's all just it's like us taking out all like the grass and trees. Yeah, no, let's take it, let's take it all out. Bug it. I've seen the coral reef in videos and it's disgusting. It's saying like, yeah. wow, we're polluting the world so bad, even the fucking bottom of the ocean is fucked up. Yeah, that's gonna eventually yeah. like everything's gonna die off, dude. That's yeah. why they're like, oh, let's go to Mars. It's like, oh, I should go fuck up that planet too. Yeah, dude. Hmm. So after, right. and obviously, you know, I mean. I mean, we're, we're we're aware of like like the meat uh, in, industry docks and like and, and the vegan stuff. I mean, that's what that stuff is meant to do. Of course, it kind of shocky. So I kind of like, all right, take a step back. What really is this? Try yeah. to get, get get some clarity, not make any rash decisions. But it was pretty clear. I'm like, man, I think this is worse than 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 the meat stuff. And that was the one. That was the document that made me like, okay, sushi's. Taking a back seat. Now. I can't. Uh, Your shelf in the sushi, dude. I can't. Well, at least I can't enjoy it anymore. Okay. Unless it, uh, oh, it fucked you up that bad. I mean, I mean, the past two pizzas I got, I got no pepperoni, so That's I never it. done that in my Look fucking life. <laughs> no, but Nick, I mean, it, it's not that you know we're becoming vegan or anything. It's, no, it's nothing wrong. The, with the problem no. is the money exchange. It's buying into that industry yeah, that's of really hurting. Yeah. You know, wildlife. It really is. So that's for watch sure. highly recommended. Watch the documentary. It's eye opening. Seaspiracy. Seaspiracy. And what the hell I gotta watch that one too. And, and make sure you if if you wanna have sushi, I recommend that do in the next few days because after you see this, you'll probably be like, it'll just ruin it. It'll ruin it. Right. And uh but no, yeah, definitely I mean, gotta watch it. I mean yeah, me and CC are on, on the same page where we're not gonna go full on you know, like today I'll probably, you know, it's uh, may treat things as a special occasion. Today, yeah. okay, when we're in Nick, we're going to go out. Okay, we'll have, put some pepperoni on, on the pizza. But the whole week, then we'll cheese. go back to just, uh, yeah, cheese pizza, french fries, veggies. How many pizzas are you guys eating a week? This, this oh. week was, <laughs> no, for us. This was kind of a pizza week. We, okay. Uh, we had two pizzas. This, two already. Already. We went yesterday to Graziano's and we're going back today. Oh, shit. Okay. It's very good. Yeah, that's that's okay. But you know, pizza goes through muscles, which is very apparent and very obvious. Well, you it have still does, even you have as merch. Yeah, and I just saw it in person. The pizza slicer bottle opener. Yeah, and I thought it was going to be all like like. Uh, unfortunately, I was like when in the photo, I was like, dude, that wheel looks plastic. Looking at it in person, I'm like, dude, you could actually like give someone an incision with it. Yeah, that thing is like no joke. Yeah, 
Like imagine a Ninja Turtle, like one of them having the freaking pizza slicer in the pizza, the, the pan under the pizza as yeah. a shield, you know, just fucking shit up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be you, man. You'd be that fifth uh, Ninja Turtle. Dude, hell yeah. I mean, that, that'd be a dream. Who? Okay, who is your favorite Ninja Turtle and why? Leonardo. Leonardo, because he seems to... He does his best to relate to the other Ninja Turtles. No, he is. He truly is the leader. He rationalizes and does everything with all of them. For me, as a kid, it was always Raphael, dude. Yeah. He was just... In, in But in the newer remakes, you know, they made them all, like, Hulk big. And I was like, oh, man, like, that's cool and all. But they show him having a temper. I'm like, yeah, that's not why I liked him, you know. Yeah. He was he was the one that, like, when they were, oh, like, kind of buckling. And he was like, fuck that. Let's go in there and fuck him up, you know. Yeah. Michelangelo was the comical, you know, the skater, nunchuck, pizza dude. Yeah. Uh, Donatello being the fucking IT guy, you know, with the fucking bow staff. I loved him that's first with the yeah. bow staff. But I was like, dude, I don't know why those fucking size. I'm like... He doesn't do shit, but, like, twist them like, like fucking guns and shit. Yeah. He never uses them. He just blocks fucking swords and just, like, fucks them up with his ninja trueness. Yeah. Badass, man. That's one of my favorite movies besides... Uh, it's 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 the original Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. That's tied with, I think, Forrest Gump as far as, like... Oh, and also tied with uh, Dark Knight with the Joker. Yeah. The, Heath, th- those Heath Ledger. Ledger. Heath Ledger, dude, just fucking that, just annihilated that fucking part, dude. It's amazing. I just watched it again twice recently and i've had the dvd since it came out on dvd but i i just watched it twice and i was like damn i forgot how badass the dark knight is it's, it's the movie. best out of the three of the newer ones it's the best one yeah dark knight rises is cool um batman begins is cool dark knight's the shit dude you got fucking heath ledger fucking shit up as the joker rest in peace man that guy right. rest in peace man special guy right now i hope that new dude from uh uh twilight uh forget the guy's name william parkinson or some shit yeah, I don't know. The guy from Twilight, he's playing Batman, huh. and um, every, you know, of course, everyone's talking shit. Praise, I'm like, dude, you know, give it a shot. You never know. Like, he, he could fucking crush it. The Batmobile and the Batbike look sick as fuck. Yeah, and he looks like more co- combat uh, tactical Batman rather than like, you know, my favorite Batman's the 1989 Tim Burton fucking Michael Keaton one. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Danny Elfman did the score on that one, and Batman Returns with fucking Danny DeVito as a penguin. And yeah, Michelle, that's a good one. Also, Michelle Pfeiffer's hot ass as fucking Catwoman. Yeah. Batman's why I wear the mask. Yeah. The luchador mask for the fights. Yeah, really? It was because of Batman. Batman wore a mask. He's a regular dude with no superpowers, just fucking shit up, dude. Oh, yeah, it's true. I was like, who doesn't want to do that? He's a baller, bangs all the hot chicks, and fucking fucks up the bad guys just with his fucking, you know, ninja-ness. It's like, dude, Batman. That is like the mask. ideal way you want to live. You want, okay, I'm, let's say I'm rich. <laughs> I'm a superhero. Yeah. And, you know, you, yeah. You, yeah, you hook up with the hottest chicks. I mean, well, that's not the goal. I mean, you want the fucking hottest chick inside and out. Yo, of course. Not just the chat. So, fucking chick at Taco Tuesday and Thursday, Thursdays, <laughs> eating Jack in a Box. <laughs> yep. Obviously, the uh, personality comes first. For sure. That's what I'm saying. He gets the hottest chicks, dude. Of like course. Fucking Rachel Ward or whatever. Yeah. From Dark Knight, chicks a babe. Yeah. And they blew her ass up. <laughs> That's why that movie's so badass, dude. You're like, oh, he's gonna ride off in the sunset. It's like, no, he's not. Yes, dude. Those those movies, they're they're rare, but movies that have like not exactly like happy endings. Yeah. Or, or like, oh shit, they fucking took it like somewhere different. It's cool. Yeah, exactly. It's like just like that movie Seven. Seven. I don't think I've ever seen Seven. Oh, Seven Deadly Sins. Uh, Brad no. Pitt and Morgan Freeman. I've never seen. They're that. looking for this psychotic killer that's doing the seven deadly sins and he's fucking leaving traces and I, I'll, since you haven't seen it you gotta just watch it it's one of those movies where the end isn't so happy yeah, <laughs> yeah nice. it for sure isn't I gotta check that one out it's a great film dude I put it up there with like 12 monkeys fucking uh, 12 monkeys 12 monkeys is bad you ever seen that one it's a sounds fucking interesting uh, 
yeah, it's a back then it was a, what was it? So, uh, not biological warfare. Yeah, but they were time traveling too. Oh, okay. So the dude's telling like same thing as Terminator, going back in time, trying to stop the freaking start of the fucking robots. This one is trying to start start the stop of like let's just say COVID. Yeah, but way worse than COVID. Wow, COVID's fucked up, man. Fuck that, and you know Governor Newsom's fucking the state, and so many people are like just not going outside and becoming alcoholics and fighting with their spouses and you know committing yeah, suicide and it's you know bummer, it's like man. damn dude it's all for a power grab dude they're trying to flush out the little people that can't survive fucking being closed yeah and it sucks dude the, the american dream's getting shot by fucking this guy's bigger agenda and fuck that guy yeah i wonder where where, where things are going as long as we don't leave they're getting better they are yeah i mean as long as yeah, 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 like like we were talking about earlier is like, let's say California does fucking sink. I, I'd rather be home and sink with the ship than just oh, bounce. Yeah. yeah. So like I said, I'm not, not going to leave my family because shit's a little yeah, bit Yeah, when tough. the check engine light goes on, you don't jump off. I stay till the fucking wheels fall off, dude. <laughs> so it could be fixed, man. Oh, for sure you can. It could be fixed. And I mean, not, I mean, obviously, you know, everyone's scenario is different and then I, I, I do. I do realize that. However, a lot of people that are leaving weren't originally from California. True. That's like same thing like with uh, with like the gyms or some someone in a band. Yeah. You know, they talk about loyalty and all that shit. I'm like, wait, your flip flopping ass has been all over the place. Like I've seen you at that gym, that gym, that yeah, gym, and it's like whatever. That's your agenda. Sure. But also too, don't be waving the flag about fucking all that shit. You know, it's like yeah. You know, it's just life, man. Yeah, it's like someone that say. I'm a vegan, and then they're always eating hamburgers and shit. When I was <laughs> when I was working at Carlsbad La Costa, uh, the golf resort down in Carlsbad, badass golf resort, um, they had the Deepak Chopra Wellness Center, where it was a one week convention. To oh, where wow. they would they would have their little uh, yoga mats on the floor, yeah. and there's like the the Hare Krishna dude on stage, you know he's he's sitting like you know on the ground, and he's telling them about purity cleansing. It's like okay, it's, it's true, yeah, cool. Feeding them bomb ass lentil soup and this bomb rice. Nice. That they're in the hot boxes for like everyone, but they got to make enough food for everyone. So back of house, they're like, you know, because they know I'm running out the mics and batteries for the speakers. Yeah. So they're hooked me up with this food and it's really good. It's bland as shit, but it's healthy as fuck, right? Yeah. So after, you know, after eight to five, when it's us, like to close down the show, take out the mics, you know, change batteries, make sure the, the lenses are still in focus for the fucking stage wash and shit. Yeah. And uh, turn off the lights, you know, for the stage wash off the fucking risers. We haul ass to the Mexican spot. Miguel's down the street from work. To get California burritos, and as I'm waiting for the burritos, I'm slamming a freaking beer, and I feel like you know, you feel like something on your neck, like your spider senses are tingling, like someone's yeah. looking at you. I'm like, <laughs> I look over, and it's all the instructors from the Deepak Chopper Center from work, and they're seeing me pound a beer, and I'm like, oh shit! And they're all eating like fucking cheesy ass nachos with carne asada, and they got a picture, and they're looking at me like, oh shit! <laughs> and I'm like, you fake motherfuckers! You guys were selling fucking this lifestyle. <laughs> Making these people eating fucking dirt. <laughs> Taking fucking thousands of dollars for them to be there for a week. And you guys are over here smashing fucking uh, chimichangas covered dr- covered with fucking uh, cream sauce, enchilada sauce, and washing it down with the beer. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. And I was like, you fucking flip-flopping motherfuckers. Oh but I was God. like, I won't say shit if you won't say shit because yeah, I still want to go. finish the fucking beer. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it's like let it's like let let's just not let this one leave. Yeah, we'll leave we'll call this one we'll water into the bridge. Yeah, dude. Obviously, you know this. I'm not I'm not gen- generalizing. However, there is like a 
know, I live really, really, really close to a really major big church. Yeah. And like, if you leave here at a certain time where church is getting out, it's, it's kind of bad. There's a lot of people leaving the, this this parking lot. And like, it's just the moment you leave church, you're gonna you start cutting people off, and you're fucking in a rush to get somewhere. I'm like, what? I just got cut off by fucking three, I guess, wannabe Christians. I don't. Yeah. Fuck, I'm like, God, d- dude, chill out. Yeah. Like, you, you literally just left the parking lot. And you're already cutting people off. You're probably in a rush. You're now 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 you're back to selfish, and it's just yeah. me, my my time. Yeah. It's like, and and I'm over here cranking Cannibal Corpse, but yeah. what they what they're probably thinking is like devil music. And then when and I, you're being polite. Oh, go and, ahead. And then when when, I, when I'm out driving, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm an angel. I'm not or perfect, but I'm, all right, I'm I'm out there. I'm like being polite. I'm, I'm doing my best to be polite, let people yeah. share the road. Yeah. And these people were pulling out of the fucking church and just fucking almost <laughs> fucking hitting me. Fucking cheap I'm like, dude, <laughs> holy shit. That's, that's funny because, uh, you know, I go to church sometimes. I'm, I'm Catholic, you know, I'm of fucking sinner. I don't, I'm not, I don't think I'm better than anyone. I'm just me doing my shit. But, um, the, the regular people that are there every Sunday, they're pretty polite. Okay, you go, you go, you go, you go, you know, just like flow of traffic. Yeah. When it's like Ash Wednesday <laughs> or, um, or they, they used to have midnight mass on Christmas Eve, like, yeah. you know, right at midnight. Those are people that are Catholic, but they don't go to church. And then they're there, and then same shit. When it's time to go home, it's like fucking demolition derby in the fucking parking lot. <laughs> oh. They don't give a fuck, dude. Yeah. They want to rip and go home so the kids can open their presents and just go back to sleep, dude. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's funny because, you know, they're there for the same reason. You know, they're there while I'm there. Mm-hmm. But they're the ones that, that never go. It's like, good, as long as they went. But leaving the parking lot, dude, like, they're, like, doing donuts like fucking Ricky Bobby, dude. Just, like, not really, but, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it gets, like how you saying, it gets aggressive. It's first, it's, fuck, eat or be eaten in, oh, in yeah. traffic. And I'm sitting oh, there like, man, damn, man. dude, they're really feeling the Christmas spirit right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, definitely don't. I, I, I never learned either, like, oh, shit, I probably shouldn't be driving around you know, noon on Sunday anymore. Yeah, that's that's like me. I know when, what hours not to head on the 15 North. Yeah. You know, from um, 76 Paula Oceanside mm-hmm. to just north of Winchester Road on the 15. It's a fucking driving theater in that fucking freeway, dude. Yeah. And for some reason, magically, right when you pass the 15 North with a 15 and 215 split, people just get on the gas again. I don't know what it is, dude. It It's every day from like 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. Wow. So when I would commute from, from San Diego, um, I wanted to work the early shift, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m., which is, you know, sucks from commuting out here, but it's like, it's only an hour each way. If I worked 8 to 5 or 8 to 4, mm-hmm. I would have to leave at 6, two hours in traffic. Everyone has to get to work at 8 a.m. Yeah. Everyone gets off at 4 p.m. to come back from San Diego to the Inland Empire, um, two hours back on the 15th. Whoa. Yeah. So that's, that shit, traffic sucks, but like, even, even on the general road, you know, there's people that are still polite. There's a lot of people that... Fuck you, and it's like, oh, really? Fuck me, and you want to like just follow them? <laughs> you see them on their phones, like, I'll right, leave them alone. Oh yeah. It's... Oh my gosh. So sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you'll like, you'll make, you'll, you'll be driving, and you'll make like a mistake, or or maybe not, not even a mistake. Sometimes you'll like just drive and maybe not give someone like like the right away that they feel, and you can see in the corner of your eye them flipping out in their car. Yeah. It's always like, whoa, dude. British driving, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, in uh, every scenario, like, older women, uh, young dudes, guys that look like they're in their 30s and, like, that should be a little bit more mature. You, you see it in, like, in the corner of, like, your eye. You're like, yeah. they're freaking out in their car right now. It's yeah, they're fucking, losing it. They're, they're losing, losing it. it. And, like, and like I'm just, like, driving, like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, I, I hate uh, road rage. Um, 
I unfortunately had to get into a, a fight because of road rage. What? What happened? Yeah. Uh, okay, so, excuse me. Me and Will, the old singer of my cover band, Big Sausage Pizza, him and his wife Stella were in the front, and me and Amanda, the Uh-oh. crazy chick I was with, oh, were in the back go. seat. Here we go. And Potato, our bandmate, was with uh, Mower, and they are playing a show down in PV or somewhere in San Diego. Yeah. And we're leaving, and Will and Stella are fighting in the front seat. And Amanda's yelling at me, smacking me around. I forget what for. You know, I, for, for some reason, I made her smack me, but I was like, I right, just getting beat up. So Will get off the gas, and he hit a car in front of him. And these four dudes come out, and they're like, yo, what the fuck? This and, and I was just getting beat, smacked from my girlfriend. And then hearing them fight, me getting beat up, leaving Tato's show, I was like, all right, fuck this. I got out of the car. And I walk up to their car, and I punch their trunk, but I hit it pretty hard, so where I dented it, I'm all, let's go. And they all jump back in the car, and they left. Really? They were like, fuck this guy. Oh, wow. And you wouldn't think that they would do that. They were um, they were from um, a minority. You would think they would be in a good advantage. Yeah. I think when I punched the car, it, it, it they realized, like, this guy's pissed. So, oh, shit. He, he, so he, me getting he smacked from my girlfriend, and, you know, obviously I never hit her back. I took it out in their car. Yeah. I was like, all right, perfect, perfect time to release the fucking, yeah. you know, the fury, unleash the fury. <laughs> well, it's bad. It's better. Uh, better on, than getting jumped. Like, I probably, I mean, I probably could have took him, but still, I mean, you could also get fucking beat up bad by four guys. Sure. So never roll the dice, you know. It's Yo, like, never, especially like people have guns. Oh yeah. That we were uh, a while ago. Fuck. Went with uh, we went like an X to like a, a a baseball game at the uh, the Elsinore Storm. <laughs> There's a scrap. Of course, it was kind of, it was, it was like, it was like a family. Like we're all sharing like, like, like at this car and then like something happened behind us. And then the cousin got out of the car that, that we were in mm-hmm. and then he came right back in the car. Well, I was like, like what happened? It's like, oh, he pulled a gun on me. Oh, fuck. And we're all just like, it was quick too. I remember he got out and he got right, right back in. Yeah. He saw the gun. He's like, nope. I was like, oh shit. Like you just don't know. Yeah. He's probably, he, I mean, I don't know who, who was in in that car, but it's like, you, you just don't know, man. And yeah. pe- and it's not that, you know, you you should be scared because you shouldn't be. I, I, I'm, I'm not scared, but it's just, I'm just aware that I'll, some people are truly ignorant and fucking stupid. Yeah, that exactly. They'll be dumb enough to pull the trigger. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like oh, I, I, don't, I don't know like who this person is. I mean, they, they could really pull the trigger. Yeah. You don't, you don't know. Yeah, um, I have a family friend, Frankie Nakosha. He same thing. He had someone pull a, I think it was a twenty-two caliber handgun, shot him in the stomach, killed him. What? Yeah, lifelong friend. His whole family were all friends, dude. The fuck? Yep. For he was dancing with a girl at a at a New Year's Eve party. Didn't know she had a dude. Dude's like, hey man, can I talk to you? Took him outside, and my buddy's like, yeah, what's up? Rest freaking Frankie Nicosia, dude. Oh, For us. Rest peace, man. That's and it's like some punk ass kid, any punk kid that you're like, dude, I can rip this motherfucker in half, like like mm-hmm. how Juggernaut did Deadpool. Yeah. It's like when they have a gun in their hand, you know, like if someone pulls a gun on me, I'm fucking attacking them because I'm like, no, yeah. dude, I'm not walking away because you're shooting me in the back. If I see a gun, it's like you got you got to take them out or get killed. Yeah. Unfortunately, don't mean don't put yourself in that situation, but mm-hmm. I mean that's just that's just what you have to do. Same same drunk roommate, the one I had a fucking hurt part of my fight he had a knife one time when it was just me him in an apartment and he was drunk pushing it on the freaking uh cutting board bending the blade and he's looking at me pissed and i'm like pick that knife up and it's going up your fucking ass dude like straight up like i'm sober you're drunk as fuck and you're playing with a knife like i'm gonna fucking stick that fucked up blade that you just bent it's going up your i'm literally gonna fucking give you a fucking gooch 
So then I'm like, whatever, I'm going, I'm going to bed, right? So I go to bed and I hear like, I heard thumping on the wall. I heard thump, F you, bump, F you. And I'm like, Ugh. oh no. I go out there and my girlfriend had a little plastic pumpkin because it was right before Halloween. Yeah. A plastic pumpkin with a power cable so you could light it up, just put it in the middle. So you don't have to put a real pumpkin or a candle. Yeah. He cut the power cord on it with that fucked up knife and was throwing it at the roof, sitting, laying on my couch like this, hitting the roof. And every time I would hit the roof, luckily we were upstairs, he was yelling, fuck you. And I'm like, the fuck are you doing, dude? So I go out there and I'm standing over him. I'm like, you know that was my girlfriend's pumpkin, and it, that pissed me off more. Yeah, that's like someone breaking something she got you for your gift. Yeah, yeah. If it's your, if it's your something that you own, you're gonna be pissed. Yeah. If it's something your girl got you, you're gonna be even more fucking pissed, right? Yeah, you're probably gonna be more pissed. So I had to fuck him up. <laughs> Not too. I didn't hit him. I just kind of like threw him around and like just pulled his shoulder out a, a little bit. Just kind of threw him. <laughs> Jesus, Nick. All right, so he's laying down, right? He's laying down his head here, his feet here. Oh, he's got God. the fucking pumpkin in his hand, and he's looking over at me. And I'm like, "That's that's Jessica's pumpkin. Like, what are you doing? Like, that yeah. was that was that was her gift for our apartment, and you just fucked it up." Yeah. And he's like, "Fuck your pumpkin." So I punched him in the shoulder here just to get underhook, and I picked him up and I hip tossed him, threw him on the other couch. So when he landed, when he landed, he couldn't bounce back up. When he landed, I put my knee on his face. And I just pulled his shoulder, his wrist, and I, I was pulling his shoulder slowly out of the socket while pushing on his chin. And I was like, yeah. do you like this? Like, you know, I could do it. Like, stop doing this shit. And he's crying, saying, I'm going to call the cops. I'm like, you ain't calling shit. You're drunk as fuck with a fucked up knife fucking breaking shit. They're going to go with the sober, yeah. sober guy. But it's like, yeah. yeah, dude, like, if someone pulls a knife or gun, you can't, you can't just, how you're saying, they just turn around. Like, yeah, initial thing is like, oh, get away from it. But it's like, no, like, if anything, I'm going to walk away like this, dude. Yeah. I'm not going to turn my back and get shot in the fucking back by some idiot with a gun, dude. You don't know, man. Yeah. God. And this gun control bullshit, that isn't... Half the people that pull a gun, they don't have a concealed carry. That gun's probably illegal. It's not the gun registered to their fucking name. Yeah. So if someone pulls a gun, dude, it's like, fuck, man, I'm fucked. Exactly. And the kind of person that will pull a gun in a situation that you shouldn't is probably like... Yeah. Because oh, that's all they have. That's, That's all, all, they all they have. I got jumped once as a, as a teenager, and my friend got hit from one of the, like there was like five on five. The, their smallest dude tattoos all over his face, all fucked up on drugs. Pulled mm -hmm. out this Michael Myers knife, and he's like, "Jump in, I'll shank you." Three of my friends ran, and I'm like, one on one, my friend versus his friend. His friend cheap shot at my friend, and then um, I was like, "If I leave him, they're gonna kill him. I can't leave." Just yeah. that. I mean, it, I know it was dumb. I could have died, but I was like, "I can't leave my friend." Mm -hmm. So then when my friend started turning the dude over, they sucker punched him and started ground pounding him. Two other guys jumped in, started kicking my friend in the back. And I'm like, if I jumped in, I'm, I'm getting stabbed. Yeah. All this guy has, like the little dude from Eastbound and Down, the little Indian guy that's like fucking um, the Oompa Loompa. Big yeah. old, the knife's like bigger than him. And I'm like, okay, if I jump in and help my friend, he's going to stab me. So I stood next to that guy and I hit him as hard as I fucking could in the face. Like I, I was like, come on, St. Michael, back me up on this one. Fuck it. Boom! <laughs> oh, this, remember those creepers, those sliders that they would wear? It's like uh, slippers. Yeah. Well, you know the backs they don't they don't put on. They they push them down yeah. to slide them on. Yeah. I hit this motherfucker so hard his creepers flew off. <laughs> the knife went flying. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna die, dude. So I'm gonna take this motherfucker out. Just everything I fucking had, just like right here, dude, hard as I fucking could. Oh my then god. Then I get hit, hit in the back of the head. I'm like, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Hit that guy. He goes down. Cause they're a bunch of little gangsters. Boom! They hit by this guy. Hit him. Hit him out. So at one point, I had all five gangbangers on the floor, all fucked up. And I was like, yeah, motherfuckers, you guys want to jump me? And I go to the one in the bushes, and I grab his shirt, and I'm hitting him in the fucking face repeatedly. And this is where I fucked up, because I kept hitting him, and he was going deeper in the bush. So it looks like I'm just fucking up the bushes. Yeah. 
and allowed the other guys to get up, and they fucking run at me, and they put my hands in fucking, like, headlocks, like guillotines, and I'm like this, thinking, fuck, I'm gonna get stabbed, I'm gonna get stabbed, they're fucking kneeing me in the face, punching me in the back in the head, they're like, do you give up? They want me to stop hitting them, because they knew if I let go, I'm gonna fuck them up again. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, all right, I'm done. The whole time, I'm like, why didn't I get stabbed? Dude, they had to carry that guy, like, fucking Lieutenant Dan, like, arms over the shoulder, dragging his feet, I fucking put him out for the rest of the night, dude. Wow. It was like one of those, like, you know how you get superhuman strength when the car falls on a little girl? Yeah. It was like that, my fist on this motherfucker's face. Just, like, you know, you get that superhuman, I'm going to die strength. Oh, yeah. And it was that, dude. That guy, for sure, had no problem going back to sleep that night. <laughs> he doesn't need NyQuil for Back then, he didn't need, if he's still alive. Man. But, yeah, dude, all he had was that big-ass knife. Or if he had a gun, he would have pulled the gun. And Damn, it's fucking, dude. I mean, that was just no. wrong place at a freaking house party, and they were, like, at the neighbor's party, and... Shit happened, but mm-hmm. you know that's why I, I don't go out too much. It's like I'll go to dinner, but like around eight o'clock, it's like I'll right, we'll go home. I would rather go to a freaking someone's house or like a fucking venue, yeah, than be at a fucking like in Old Town Temecula. Yeah, I went there one time at night. I was like, all right, to meet my friends. I'm like, I'd rather meet them at five o'clock rather than fucking this late. Because like how you're saying, there's so many idiots out there. Like that guy that tried to talk shit on your on your hair. Mm-hmm. That's the type. It was like a, it was like all of him there on a Friday night. Oh man! And I was like, yeah, there, obviously there's some hot chicks, but I was like, ah, these chicks are the idiots that hang out with those guys. So yeah, I don't just, want those chicks. Just, just looking for trouble, man. Yeah. Never got it. You know when like you're just trying to, you know, casually you'll get invited to like a bar or something. You'll be like, okay, I'll go. Then you'll someone will walk in. You just know. You, you. It's weird how you can feel it sometimes. You just th- that guy is, he's looking for trouble. Yeah. Like he's or the way group of people or friends are like, dude, this is you, know, you just feel like 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 energy, the energy fuck for sure. Like, they're looking for trouble. Yeah, they're, they're, they 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 like want you to like look at them so they could be like, what? Yeah, and it's like and then and then it's just. Well, that's why it's like crazy. a lot of times like the gym team quest like if one of the one of the team members were fighting in the UFC or Bellator or something, Mike the owner, he co-owner or something whatever. He would put pool t- uh, table covers over the pool tables and reserve them for the gym. And we'd have the big fucking, like, your su- suicide silence fucking, like, a screen mm-hmm. projector. And we're, like, right here watching the fight on the biggest screen they have. Yeah. So, of course, there's, like, the cool chicks. Like, oh, those are the cool guys, the fighters. And their boyfriends are those fucking bros with a tight-ass tap-out shirt, you know? Yeah, yeah. They're like, I can fuck that guy up. So then when we get up to just get a beer because we're having fun, you know, cheering on our friend, we're getting mean mug. We can feel the energy from these douchebags. Feel it, man. And then yeah. one time, I guess, there was this guy, he... he I don't know why he thought I was a bad guy. He was like grabbing the butter knife from his utensils. And one of my, I didn't, I was talking to my friends like this, and it happened like right here. And one of my friends leans in, they're like, hey, you, that guy that you're looking at, they're all, he's with all these people here. And it was like Dan Henderson, everyone was there. And this guy, like, I guess it came back there, a mutual friend, who he thought I was a bully. I was like, me? <laughs> like, you know, even if I see a chick sitting next to a guy, I'm automatically assuming that's her dude. So don't talk to her. I mean, talk to her, but not, oh, how you doing? You know? Yeah. That's how much respect I, I have when I go out, you know? Yeah. Because if you don't respect, if someone doesn't respect me, I'm like, whatever, go fuck yourself. But if they show me no respect, I'm like, all right, I would I would prefer if you sign the waiver and come to the gym, because that means whatever happens, you signed up for. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you, if you break your neck or whatever, fucking, you know, you, you gave your waiver of fucking health away to, like, you signed up for that. People on the street, you could fucking defend yourself, and then they want to sue you. Yeah. Because, because so you common. fucked them up. It happened to me, and I was like, bro, like, that was your choice. You chose to swing at me when you I told were, you I don't want to fight. You were sued. He tried to. And I told him, I said, look, dude, what happened to your face? I didn't want to do that. Uh-huh. And if you try to lie and say, and I did do it, I'm going to come looking for you, and, it's, and I'm, I'm going to do something stupid. I'm going to make sure that it's worth me going to jail. I'm really going to fuck you up, mm-hmm. which isn't worth it. 
you know. And I still see that guy like every once in a while. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, our, our our respected talents are fairly small still. Yeah, I mean, I still I still see people from like. You know, high school, like, man, remember, like, this back in a day, even, like, early 20s when you're in high school or college, like, just, people just want to fucking fight you. This is a weird, a weird thing, dude. There's a, there's a guy that I'm buddies with. He was a grade above me in, in school, and I'm still friends with him, but he's the guy that you're like, okay, I can hang out with you for two beers. Oh, yeah. You're oh, two beer friend. Oh, those. Oh, yeah. Four beer friend. You're, I, it's like, oh, go, fuck, now go I'm going to have to get in a fight because, you know, you're fighting four guys over there. Like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, man. I know. I know that. And it's like, damn, you would think that would get beat out of them, like, in their 20s. Yeah. Nope. I know, man. I'm, I'm very lucky that I could kind of hold my hold my beer and liquor. Yeah, you've even, like, how back, like, we were telling or speaking earlier, how you would train Muay Thai at Coach Daniels in the morning at Team Quest. You would come over the night before and crash the night. We'd go to the gym and, like, rehearse, like, or just get ready to warm up. And sometimes we'd have a couple of beers. Yeah, and a couple of times, like we've drank too much, so we're we freaking like we're hungover, hurting a couple in of the times. class. Yeah. A couple of times. Yeah, but even then, like we were getting silly at the apartment, just watching fights or you know yeah. wrestling or something. You were never out of line. You've never, you've never, you've never. I never thought the of you like as like oh fuck, he gets fucking crazy when he's drunk. Yeah, you know, which is good. Yeah, sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll get rowdy, but not like ever. Like I don't want to fight anybody. I don't yeah. want to like fuck you guys. It's just like I'm just getting maybe rowdy, but yeah, just like. Yeah, it's like it's like chilling. Yeah, same here. I just want to have fun. Yeah, I just want to chill, chill, drink, or if you're around close friends, get drunk and have have, have a good time. And definitely. Well, that's also yeah. why too. Like when we go out and like say you guys are introducing me to someone, you guys are mm-hmm. oh he's fucking knocked out. I'm like don't say that because there could be a bro there, one of those people that are like I can knock that guy out, and it's like you probably could. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. find out. I'm just here yeah. to have fun, dude. I mean, if you swing yeah. at me, it's okay. Now we now I got to defend myself, but it's like do yeah. I want to do that? No. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was already, like, not, like, that kind of person, a violent person. Like, I just don't, I don't know. But once, thanks to you, once I started training with with you and, and the, you know, very, very blessed and you know, like, to be able to, to have, like, the access to, to that b- particular gym mm-hmm. of, like, just, like, the... Killers. I mean, it's, <laughs> the fucking killers. It's very, very, very lucky and blessed I had that opportunity. Like, when that... After that, like, after, like, a month or a year, like, just training hard, and, like, it was already, like, the last thing I would want to do, but now it's, like, even more so, like, now that we have that knowledge, like, the last thing you want to like, I know what I can do to you now. Yeah. It's a weird feeling. You feel, you feel more calm during, yeah. like, scenarios. You know, yeah. I, I, had a, I had a scenario happen last, uh, last month. You know, I have a couple of friends that, that, you know, like, to go to bars, so I, I'll, I'll go with them, and there is a situation that happened with, uh, you know, one of my friends and, and and one of theirs. And oddly enough, when I was driving there, it was so fucking strange how, like, I was just thinking, I'm like, sometimes there's a lot of drinking involved. Like, what am I going to do? Or how am I going to uh, diffuse a situation when something happens? Because I think yeah. it might happen at some point. It's because, you know, I could, even if, if we don't cause trouble. Yeah, you could sniff the situation. It, it's the kind of bar where, like, Shit can go down. People will go, they go to like, start trouble. I'm like, yeah. like, what am I going to do? Sure enough, that day, uh, something happened with one, one of my friends. And then I was like, I was at the bar uh, getting one more beer. And I was like, it's like, it's happening right now. Holy shit. Oh, I, for I, real? So it was I, going I, down? I, I called it today. It was so, it's a fucking weird thing. I'm like, but 
I kind of, it's just weird where you go to emotionally and mentally. Yeah. It was like, I was super calm. I'm like, yeah. all right. I was right. like, all right. All right. <laughs> I, I know, I know exactly go. what I, I would do. And as opposed to not knowing what will make, what will make you more, give you more anxiety. And like, yeah. so just turn around and it's calm. And then all right, I just kind of stood there and like, make sure n- nothing happens. And yeah. I don't think I would have had that, um, that reserve, that, that, that reserve, like if, you know, prior to the training, if it wasn't for you and like, and, and, and that, and that gym and training, I really get in just having that, uh, that knowledge, you know? Well, there's, you know, the, the reason I think a lot of fights happen out there in those situations is because people, they don't have that comfortableness in fighting. Sure. That's what I wanted you to get comfortable with yeah. getting hit in the face and just, you know, if they land a punch, whatever, yeah. fine, walk through it. Yeah. Get them, you know, fuck them up. Yeah. And, um, a lot of those people that get in those street fights, they initially get that adrenaline because they're thinking fight or flight. Well, I'm going to fight. So then they'll take the fucking yeah. cheap shot, you know, just to yeah. hit somebody because of the bravado. Oh, you can't fucking talk yeah. shit to me. Cheap yeah. shot. Or then fucking they just swing, you know, fucking just like, all right, let the dice roll and see how they, <laughs> however they land, they land, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, that's no fun. I mean, how you said, like, prior, I'd be like, oh shit, oh shit, like getting ready to go. But then after you get that fucking, not the humbleness, but that, that self-respect of knowing, like, I could, I could fuck these guys up if I wanted to, but I'm not going to show it and I don't carry myself that way. But sure. you know, if you see him swing, you're like, oh, pfft. You know, did he pull that fucking hook out of his other back pocket? Yeah, you, know, like you see that shit. Fuck, yeah. you're like, Whoosh. but you know, and, and you and and you don't carry your, yourself that that way either. And also, like with the uh, train, which you know, like it's just it's it's overly humbling. Yeah. Like you're, you're just getting embarrassed in front of like other killers. Yeah, like I I'm, get my ass kicked every day. <laughs> remember that there's this one time it was uh I forgot his name. You uh, you'll you'll know his name. He was covering uh I think Coach Daniel was I think training someone for a fight he he, he was he wasn't there so uh, it was it was someone else doing, Isaiah? yeah it's Isaiah. Isaiah I was doing something wrong but I kept doing it and he, uh he's like he just said do it again and I did it again and he fucking swooped my foot and, I, and all I know is that I saw lights oh you saw I, the roof I, I just fucking like <laughs> uh, I remember one time I was on my feet and the next time I was on my ass and on my back I'm like in front of all these guys <laughs> I was like, so humbling, dude. And then you get back up and you keep training. You like, okay, wait, don't don't do it again. Yeah. Uh, he he fucking taught me a lesson. Like, is this? He's just trying. I know. I get what he was doing. He's trying yeah. to we, we, we rile your brain. Stop exactly. that. Stop exactly. it. Exactly. Stop it. And then, and what you experienced way more than me with the uh, with, with the ground game. It's like, man, it's so humbling. Yeah. And when you're kind of in like a situation, at in the in the, I guess I don't know what we call real world outside world. It's like, it's like I mean, I've been embarrassed enough. Yeah. So so, Same. so 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 that feeling kind of is kind of gone. Yeah, it's like overly calm and like a high yeah. pressure like scenario where other people are you. you There's very tense. Yeah. You're just like, it's all good, man. It's well, all good. That's why I wanted you to go in there because I was like, a lot of people say, oh, I kick so many asses. I'm like, cool. That's whatever. Just don't be that person now and come to yeah. the gym because yeah. if you have that, that, if you have that fight in your fucking heart, it's good in this gym. You have that. Yeah. I'm not saying go in there and knock people out, but like, you know, you'll you'll fight a little harder. You'll you'll train a little harder. Yeah. And, you know, when you came in, I was like, just show up, dude. Everyone's cool. I'm all, they know you're my homie. They know you're a musician. Yeah. You know, um, just come in and show up. And you fucking did. And that's why I was like, in this, in this, in this scenario, you're going to feel like, oh, man, I'm fucking terrible. But out of that scenario, you're going to fuck up nine out of ten people because that's some really high level shit that, you know, they're making it to where it's like uh, how you're saying Alex had, um, last, last podcast, you were saying Alex has like funny, um, scenarios 
Yeah. But sometimes they hit and you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Same yeah. thing Same thing with uh, martial arts, whether it be on the feet or on the ground. You got to relate it to where it makes sense to them, to the, it registers to them. Mm-hmm. And then because, you know, just like you playing a riff, you could say, oh, Nate, just do it like this. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to try to interpret it my way. But if you break it down why to play it that way, then I'll be like, yeah. oh, okay. Like like Isaiah sweeping the other foot when you were throwing the kick. And, yeah. You know, like you look at the, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, he didn't do it to hurt you or for an ego play. He, he did it for your well-being. Like, yeah. yo, new, do it like this. That way, if they try to do that, it's not going to work, you're, and your kick's going to fuck them up. Yeah, yeah, totally. Which, uh, you know, you taught me, you know, like anyone that might be struggling with, like, maybe some uh, unnecessary anxiety or maybe lack of confidence mm-hmm. or uh, maybe not feeling safe out there in the world, I really highly recommend is training any kind of martial art. It's very humbling. Any kind of discipline. Yeah, it's very humbling. It's humbling. It'll, yeah, it'll just give you... I'll give you a little 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 pep in the step. For me, it did. Yeah, and so you, uh, that goes with me today. I, I'm gonna train for you know a couple, couple years, and yeah. it's still with me, like so, like there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I highly re- re- recommend. I'm very lucky to have you uh, as as a good friend in my life. Where yeah. like, I had someone. You know, if if you're watching, listening, if you if you don't know, like Nick, like for years was telling me, "Come train, dude. Come train." I'm like, no, nah, dude. I'm not gonna fucking train. I'm a fucking. I'm, I'm in. I'm in a band. I'm fucking cool. <laughs> like you, you are know, cool. And I'm like, no, no. But you know, I mean, you want to be fucking cooler? Be, especially back then, I was a fucking little, little shithead, dude. Yeah, I was, I was a little shithead back then. And then for years, like you kept, you were persistent, dude. For years, I, everyone, ever, I was like, dude, just come train. I'm like, trust me. You, I'm all. Later on, you'll be glad you fucking did. Yeah, thank you. You'll be dude, glad you did. So lucky that that you kept. He kept on it, and then you know, after you know, you know, after we had a extensive, uh, after Mitch passed away, and like uh, a, after then, you know, I got a, you know, I got dumped up, dumped up by my girlfriend. I'm like, all right, I have all this energy. We're not torn for at least another year. Yeah. I have all this energy. And then like, so fuck it, I'm just gonna call, call Nick. Fuck it, yeah. I'm calling him. Yeah, like there's no thought. I'm like, I call him. That was, that was the best phone, one of the best phone calls. I mean, I've had plenty from you. Like you told me shit. I'm like, fuck yeah. But yeah. that one was the best because I was like worried because I was like, "Fuck, man, Mitch is gone. Like, is he gonna tell me is the band done?" Or I didn't know, dude. I didn't know what you were gonna tell me because I knew about mm-hmm. you and the ex. And I was like, mm-hmm. "Fuck, ho- I hope he's all right." And then when yeah. you were like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna get fuck your offer," I was like, "Yeah, dude." It was the thousand pound stress monkey on my shoulders popped off, and just like you hit the fucking showcase show and Price is right. I was like, yeah. "Fuck yeah." You're gonna go train, yeah, and I was like, yeah. half of me was like, uh, okay, you know, he's just saying that. But you were always, you were always a man in your word. That's why I was like, all right, boom, go to this website, get these shin guards, get these gloves, get this cup, get this mouthpiece. If you want to get the headgear, get the headgear. Save yeah. money on this, spend the money on this, and then boom, I show up that fucking Monday, and you're already at the fucking door with your gym bag waiting. And I was like, that's what's up, dude. That's fucking what's up. And I was early. I remember it showed up like ten minutes early, just sitting there. Plenty of time to like sit there and just be terrified. Yeah, which just added to the whole experience. I was terrified, dude. Jesus Christ. But it was it was awesome because you, you didn't stop, you know. A lot of people, like, they'll go in for, like, one class or half a class and they'll just walk out. They're like, no. Half a class and walk out? There was these two guys from work that had kicked so many fucking asses, you know. They, they were the guys, like, when there was, like, work parties at Pachanga. Yeah. Uh, one was a pit boss. Another guy was a dealer. Damn. And I was cool with them because, like, you know, I had to do, like, if someone hit a jackpot, I had to bring out the camera and the microphone and the lights and shit, you know, like, Put them on blast so everyone knows who they are. So they kiss the, that person's ass. So they want to spend more money at the casino. But yeah. um, these guys, they were like, "Oh, you, you train?" I was like, "Yeah, a little bit." You know, they're all fucking. I'll come. Come train, dude. Fucking, 
Come yeah. train, everyone. Come train. Come train. It's like a, <laughs> it's, it's like a mother's love. There's more room for fucking more people. I want yeah. you guys to come train. I want to punch each and every one of you motherfuckers <laughs> in the fucking face. <laughs> you know, not hard, but of course you want to hit them. And um, oh, these guys showed up, and when we were just warming up for ten minutes, warming up on the mat, mm-hmm. one of them grabbed his shit and he left. He was like, "Fuck that, dude." He just right. saw the warm up and left. The other guy that had his uh, gloves from Target, uh, I don't know what brand they were. But they had like the elastic stretchy, you know, the shitty ones. You give the little kids a punch like Bozo the Clown, yeah, the balloon. Yeah. He had those, and I was like, all right, he's got heart. Um, and then he he stayed, I mean, he was like puking, puking up like in foam, dude. Like, because like when you're exhausted, like, and you don't have that condition. Oh, oh yeah. You vomit. Yeah, you start, you start puking. He was Very puking true. up foam, dude. And I was like, oh, wow. drink, some, drink some electrolytes, you know. But yeah, my buddy Tommy, he, he, he lasted the class. His buddy, I forget the other guy's name, he grabbed his shit and he left. He was like, fuck this. Grab your shit and left. And that was the guy, the shit talker. That the guy that left was the shit talker. He kicked Dang. so many asses. Tommy just was like, "Oh, I used to kickboxing in, in he's all in uh, in Vietnam. He's Vietnamese." I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I do. We're taking kickboxing class, right?" Yeah. And the other guy was a boxer, and he saw us just coach down his warm up how we do run around the mat. Yeah. Same warm up we do for 10, 15 minutes and then stretch yeah. and then start going. Yeah. The guy he he thought it was going there, th- drop one punch and then make it rain and go home. You know, he saw he saw oh what everyone was doing for the warm ups. He was like, "Fuck this!" Oh, shit. it's fucking work, man. It's work. It's straight, it's straight up cardio, dude. And I'll never forget the one time you text me. You're like, "I fucked up," and I was like, "What did you do?" And you told me someone was like thinking like, "Oh yeah, you think you're Mr. Muay Thai now?" And they threw a kick and automatically your muscle memory just checked the kick, and they were like, "Oh, oh!" And I was like, "Yeah, dude, it hurts you, but it hurts them a hell of a lot more." Especially when you block it right. It's like you see people flamingo their fucking shins, dude. It's such an art form, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's super cool. And again, man, I was so lucky. It's just, I probably wouldn't have, you know, done that, you know, if, if I if I didn't have you. You um, know, like being so, pre- I'm talking years. I'm, years. Years, like, of you just asking if I, and I'm so lucky. Like, I can't imagine my life now. You know, I it definitely had a big piece in, uh, and the foundation of suicide silence and making sure the band keeps there's a lot of little things you do like training was like huge dude training was uh was definitely huge getting like like the head clear and focus on you know keep keep going you know well like how you were saying um during that time you were newly single mitch had just passed you weren't going to tour for a year you had all that energy to burn yeah if I wouldn't have been poking and prodding you to go to come do some martial arts yeah you probably would have went to the gym and got all buff and like how you're saying you're a shithead thinking you're, you know, well, you are, but not yeah. a shithead, but you, know, you are, Rocky, you know what I'm saying? I get it. But carrying yourself with that mentality and then getting buff on top of that and having it's like bad. that eagle. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad news, dude. You came to the part where it's fucking even better because you don't look all buff, but you're strong as shit. Mm. And it, it humbles us because we get our ass kicked every fucking day from our friends. Yeah. 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 yeah you found, you find the loophole being able to punch your friends in the face. Not hard. I, mean, I know, yeah. If they, I mean, they, <laughs> like when uh, Keith, find a Keith was fighting uh, Joe Schilling in Bellator at Pechanga, our, our buddy Frenchie was getting his car to go ready. Yeah. So then he would just blow him out on the freaking tie badge, just gas him out, and then we would run in the cage immediately afterwards, and I would just be like side control, top mount, making him get up off his back. Just just dragging, like, just dragging an anchor, trying to swim as fast as you can, dragging an anchor. Yeah. Just get his lungs ready. And just the fight, the, you know, the nature of the beast, he got up. And then I was like fighting for a single leg. And it was just no gi jiu-jitsu, but we had gloves on just to simulate MMA. Yeah. And automatic muscle muscle reaction. He, he just punched me in the face. And, like blood just like catch it pack. It's like oh, out of my nose. Fuck, he's, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, dick, like you'll be lunch now. What the fuck? Dang. You know, but it, it's, it's, it's crazy because you've been doing it for so long. And these are your friends that when they punch you in the nose, we start bleeding. You laugh. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. all right. 
yeah. organic root smoothie on you now, motherfucker. Like, you know, I came here to help and you fucking bust my nose. Yeah. Which is part of, you know, you can't be a pussy. I mean, when it's like when they got a fight coming up, so you got to be a good friend and take it. Totally. But, uh, yeah, totally. that's very humbling to where outside of the gym or, you know, the training that you do there, you carry yourself very res- respectfully. Not that, oh, I could just fuck up everyone. Dude. Who the fuck wants to walk around like that? Yeah. That's like you walking around like in a guitar center. I'm better than everyone in here. Yeah, of course. Do you really it's want weird. to walk around like that? It's no, weird. you don't. Yeah, it's not. It's not Chances yeah. are you probably are, you know, or there could be a kid that never made a fucking album that's like a wizard on the fucking fretboard, you know, but mm-hmm. you never know, you know, it's like, yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't carry myself that way. Yeah, that's, that's the way you do it, man. Oh, yeah. If, if, if it feels good just knowing that knowledge. Well, not only that, but it's like, Fuck. you know, that's why I'm always want to share the knowledge. And the goal is, dude, like open a fucking gym. That way, get you guys on the mat, do some jiu-jitsu. Like, friends that only want to do boxing or only want to do, like, freaking strength and conditioning or even mm-hmm. fucking yoga. Get a yogi in there teaching yoga. You, you yeah. remember, we do yoga at Team Quest. Yeah. I'd be all fucked up after jiu-jitsu, mutar, you know, do some MMA with my friends. And I was oh, I'm not doing yoga. My buddy, Tony Fugurski, um, we're taking Muay Thai, and we're all fucked up. And he's like, you want to do yoga? I'm like, let's go. There you I'm go. Like, if, you, if you go, I'll go. Because I've been wanting to go, but I won't go alone. There you go. It's a bunch of hot chicks in there. I don't want to be that one greasy guy thinking like these girls are like, oh, of course he's sitting in their back for downward dog. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then I was oh like, let's go. God. And then so boom, we go into yoga and our friend Shannon's a yogi. And then it was, she was like, where are you hurt? And she would structure the class around our injuries to where she stretched out. Where, so everyone else that just does yoga, they're getting a good workout. But it's like, yeah, she's making the class to where it's like, you know, if you got a hard leg kick, she'll make sure you stretch out that quad and the fucking hamstring a lot. In the oh, yoga that's cool. Class. Yeah, she would do that for us. It was really fucking cool. That's tight, man. Yeah, dude. But, I mean, full circle, even with the, with the martial arts, with you, with the fucking musicianship, like, you know, you're a fucking red belt, which is a black belt for fucking a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the discipline, like, knowing, like, oh, fuck, shit's got to get done because you got to carry the torch for the fucking, for the seven-string fucking strap, man. Mm-hmm. I love that. I keep looking at that. I love that guitar. I love it, man. It's crazy. It's here. It's here, dude. It's here in the flesh. It's made down the street. That's so badass. <laughs> Literally, that came from down the street. It's such a badass guitar, man. That's all I'm saying. I'm all. That's your sawed-off shotgun, dude. That thing's sick as fuck. I kind of do feel like there's a, there's a gun by me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me. No, I'm just yeah, it's, it's you. There you oh, go. Man. I got, I got fucking two bazookas right in my fucking titties. <laughs> I got to burn them off. That's why I started running today. I went to Sam's Club yesterday. Yeah, there you got go. a big old fillet of freaking salmon, a couple lean steaks, some uh, tri-tips, and then uh, a shit ton of chicken and veggies and a case of water. Because yeah. on my off days, it's like, all right, you know, I'll eat some pizza, drink a couple of claws or whatever. Yeah. And then fucking during the work, it's just meal prep. You got me on those when I had that fight in Vegas. I had to cut all that weight. Yeah. That shit works, man. It's I, I still use that recipe today. I, just, I still do I eat chicken every fucking day, dude. I, I miss that shit, dude. That was like, even, even lo- looking back, like, damn, you fucking, when you first started doing that, you were fucking on it. You just had, you knew, you knew what put in it's, it's tough though well me and my girlfriend just broke up and you're like all right don't be all shat so getting all drunk being all mopey crying jalapeno yeah you're like, time to get in shape and i was like all right fuck yeah. it you know focus my energy on yeah. just training and getting in shape and then i was like ah, fuck it i'll take a fight and i took that fight dude yeah didn't work out the way i wanted to you know that's the that's the fight game you win some lose some but yeah you know yeah if uh yeah like i, I was i was telling you like man if you the best thing that could happen in your in your life, if you're going through like a breakup or you get dumped or any anything similar to that, man, that is the best time to start something new. Yeah, you got you got to direct that energy somewhere. Yeah, focus your energy. You got to that is 
literally in my in my experience has been like the best time in my life to start something new. Like boom, like all right, next day, same or next day, every time something happened, like yeah. tragic, especially when you get dumped. And it's just something big. I took on a very big project, and like just you got to direct the energy somewhere. Oh, for sure. You know, it's very uh, it's very easy to like you know, which you know we've all done when we were little kids. You know, you just want to sit around a home and think about this is like the end of the world. It's over. Yeah. It's over. Or ca- or get a freaking rebound. And I think, oh, I'm so happy. Oh, <laughs> it's like, no, oh, you're not. Oh, my God. Their rebound's even worse. Yeah. Their rebound is worse. It's even better It's even better than, she's the one. It's oh, like, yeah. the rebound's definitely not the one, dude. Oh, my gosh. But you got to show that that cut doesn't fucking hurt by getting the rebound. Yeah. Like, Fuck. That uh, blows up in our faces. Yeah, it does, man. Jeez. You can't. Ugh. But yeah. I mean, anyone watching, listening, if you uh, have any, anything like that happens to you, just... Take up something new. Use that energy and put it somewhere. It's 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 literally the best time. I always say this like the best one of the best days of my life was when I got dumped. Literally, yeah. like that energy, like being able to put it somewhere, like man, it it would definitely change your life. Yeah, you know, you reevaluate what's important. Totally. Because it, it totally. prior to that, your half your half of your importance is that relationship. And when, yeah. it, when it gets ripped out of your ass, instead of sitting there fucking trying to lick the wound <laughs> where, you know, your, your heart used to be, it's yeah, like, no, yeah. fuck that. Like, it doesn't have to be uh, even, yeah. like, hiking or anything physical. Like, you just yeah. start painting, read a fucking book, you know, do something. Yeah, even that, yeah. It could be something fucking either small or easy. Yeah, yeah don't sit there with me, cut your wrist with a wooden oh fucking spoon because it's not going to work. You just no, feel sorry man. for yourself. Hey, fuck that, dude. No, it'll make, it'll make actually, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll just maximize that feeling, which seems like it makes everything feel worse when it's really not that way. It's yeah. bad. It sucks. It's fucking horrible. I mean, but it'll, it'll, it'll make it seem worse if, like, if you kind of sit in it. Yeah, exactly. So like, oh, it's the fucking end of the world. Yeah, it's better to assess the situation while you're in it. Yeah. And be like, all right, how do I get out of here? And how do I not do this shit again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? you're, like, your go-to is always like, she's the only girl that's gonna ever going to love me. Or how many if, times have I said that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. A lot. Yeah, yeah. Quite quite a few times. You don't gotta call me out like an actual number, but you know it's you know it's true. A few I, times. I got I got one good friend who fucking you know like I said no, never name drop anyone. I got one really really good friend here. He went to me. He's all, I don't think she's the one. I fucking know she's the one. And he went hard and he blew up in his face and I was like yes. As much fucking shit as this fucking good brother of mine gives me for fucking thinking this next one's the one. It finally backfired and it got him too, which meant like fucking even Stevens made me feel so I, good. Are you fucking talking about me? Yeah, of course. Oh. <laughs> of course I am. Oh. <laughs> that story was about me. There we go. That's fucked up. <laughs> 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 then, then when he started talking, I was like, he's, 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 this is a big windup and a big swing. <laughs> yeah, I think it's directed towards me. Because there you and my buddy Anthony Paredes, you would, you would, they would say they're on Nick verbatim. You would say, oh, no, no, no. This one's different. She's the one. And yeah. then a week later, I'm fucking crying all the yeah. You're like, what happened? I thought she was the one. That's why when it blew up in his face, I was like, Ugh. fuck yeah, because he's got me like 10 times right in the throat. Like, uh. while I'm crying, just kicking in the throat. <laughs> laughing, oh. laughing. So I mean, like, when I was finally man. able to laugh, I was like, fuck yeah, full circle, dude. Oh. Full fucking circle. <laughs> that's, uh, well, that's what you call karma. Nah, dude, it's yeah, all good. It's, uh... <laughs> you know, it's like I, I thought I was Rocky Four climbing the fucking snow caps on the mountain and screaming, she's the one. And then fuck no, she kicked my ass, dude. Brought I her love out of her. Indiana. She loves me. 
You remember, you saw me in Vegas, dude, for fucking, uh, when we were out there for the fights. I was crying jalapeno the whole fucking week, dude. Yep. Training, training at 6 a.m., crying at the gym. Drunk as fuck. I never seen someone, probably never will in my lifetime, go to Vegas, wake up at 5 or 6 a.m. My, who the fuck is waking me up? <laughs> it was you, ready, ready to work out. We're well, in Vegas. Blend in the fucking ninja blender, dude. You would put pre-workout, whatever else, I think coffee, and you would put vodka or tequila in your pre-workout. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't coffee. It was this vegan pre-workout. Uh, That's what it was. Lit. I remember that pre vegan pre-workout. Ve I brought spinach, kale, cucumber, celery, all water-based. I knew we we're pounding fucking alcohol, but I was putting Tito's vodka because I was still hungover, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta. How do you beat the hangover? Keep drinking." And you would put Tito's vodka in a in a vegan pre-workout and go to the gym at fucking six a.m. Yeah. I'm like, "What is he doing?" Yep. Fucking oh, crying. How are you saying? You gotta. You gotta. When you get dumped, or sure. when you not we dump, but we broke up. I broke up with her, but yeah. still, her fucking ripped my heart out of my ass. Of course, um, I was like, "How do you, uh, you know?" I want to be thinking about it the whole fucking time. So I was like, "Fuck it, just go to the gym." And then, how know. do you not think about her? You get drunk, but also, I need some pre workout and some healthy shit. So oh like, that's my why God. I was like Captain Planet, fucking Jesus, fermented. I was a fermented man. Captain Planet. You just fucking yeah. shat. Yeah, and you're fucking shit for sure. You're shit. That was, that was that was a fun time, man. I'm, I'm glad I talked to you. I talked to you and coming with us. You did. It's a. You didn't want to go. I didn't. I was like, dude, tickets paid for. I'll buy your fucking USC ticket. All you got to do is come stay in fucking with us for a week and just fucking party. And we did. Well, you fucking took advantage of me, and we went to a we went to a winery in Temecula, had some sick ass wine. Yep. So so you fucking buttered me up. Yeah. We uh, what do you call that? Uh, honey dick you. Yeah, we're, we're like a fucking we sick ass them. winery, and like we're we're having like you know with, with wine tasting in the winery. I'm like, yep. and you like, dude's coming to Vegas. I'm like, no, but I was all kind of saucy. I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah. I talk, I was like, bro, I'm gonna go home, pack a bag, we'll pick you up in an hour. Let's freaking go. It was fun, and we did. That's we had cool, we had man. a great time. We went to the um that restaurant in the MGM, that Asian restaurant, uh, where they had Bruce Lee's favorite fucking dish. Yeah. The um. Hong Kong seafood. I got yeah, that yeah. shit there. So fucking good. That shit was fun, man. Well, speaking of being shot, uh, you want you want to get more shot and eat eat some pizza? I've been, dude. I ate no carbs today. I mean, even though I'm still fat as fuck, I'm trying to run because I I kind of got shot the last two weeks. I I weighed good, three pounds over my goal weight. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I, I could enjoy some beers or eat a burger. Sure. And then I was like, holy shit, it, it six pounds like that. So now I'm like, all right, I, I could drop six pounds in two weeks easy, but it hops on quick, dude. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm all right. Yeah, yeah, dude. For I'm, I'm seeing people during pandemic, and I'm like, come on, bro. Like, I know it's tough on all of us, but like, you know, fucking, don't just you know put your belly button full of ranch dressing and dip freaking buffalo wings in there. <laughs> you know, like Damn. do something. Because I love doing that shit too. Like once a week, you know, I'll smash pizza and drink some beers and shit. Yeah. But it's like other than that, it's like boom, just eat clean all week till like you you taught me that. Yeah. For when you I start first started meal prepping, eat fucking clean all week. Give yourself one cheat day so you could stack fucking pizza, pancake, fucking waffle, drowning in hot chocolate. Or, you know. He gave you that advice. I mean, not pizza, not, not pizza, pancake, fucking waffle. But yeah, back back when I when I scrapped in Vegas, when I had to go work my fucking roommate for trying to jack off my meal preps, <laughs> he's the one that put me on the fuck. I, the weight scale that I have today mm -hmm. is the one he still gave me his old one. Oh nice. And that's what held fucking the. The championships started happening. Who could get in cheap quickest? And he would always do it. He would do it to his advantage to where I just started a new gig. I just got the warehouse manager job at Star Productions. Super stressed, figuring out the gig. Got all these shows coming in, shows going out, trying to eat. 
eating like shit, you know, because I wasn't used to it yet. So he knew exactly, hey, let's, let's bet. Mm. So that's why I fucking gained weight on the first one. <laughs> that's no excuse. I mean, I should have done better, but yeah. for the record, people listening, this is our fucking championship fucking weight loss belt for the who could be the last chat. So, and he won the first two. The third one we drawed. Last one I won, so he's up. He's up by one, so we we keep the shit going. Yeah, it's whoever could lose the most pounds uh, in a month, and I won three times. And I, twice I, out of pity, out of fucking pity, I accepted the fourth fight. I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I'm, a, I'm just gonna let him win. And you barely won. And I I didn't give a fuck that month. I'm like, you know what? I was eating pizza all the time and shit. Well, okay, let's start it now then. No. <laughs> you can't you can't talk shit oh, at a Ric oh, Flair oh. fucking interview. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right, no, we don't got to start now. Like, right, maybe, well, we, we, might, we might start some soon. We'll start soon after pizza. We'll talk about it at pizza. <laughs> oh my god! Well, in my heart, I feel like I fucking I feel like I'm a winner. You are a winner. Everyone's a winner. You got to just fucking believe it. There you go. Because if you don't believe it yourself, who the fuck's gonna do it? You know. Very true, man. A lot of. uh you know that's been it's crazy how self-doubt just fucking creeps up man it's not it's not real if you if you're struggling with with self-doubt i mean it's not real it's just yeah. it's uh you really training yourself to really you know just feel it okay this is what this is but keep keep doing what you you want to do you yeah. know we are our own biggest critic critic even how excuse absolutely me. <laughs> excuse me oh. all boy. the bubbly um even with podcasts you would tell me stuff and I'll be like, bro, even like when, when we would set up stages for shows, like the, the freaking banjo, the drapes, mm-hmm. you know, something so minuscule, we'll be like, oh, pff, pff, dude. And we're like, no one sees that. We see it because we built it. Yeah. Just like you with the podcast, you built this shit from fucking scratch. You know, you and Cece put this together, you know? Mm-hmm. And like little little things like you'll notice, other people won't notice, you know? Of course. Or me, like, you know, with my background with like, you know, my work for the last 15 years, if I see something, I'm gonna DM you like, yo, dude. Like, if you see that, you know, and it's up to you to make the call because it's your gig. You know, you're executive producer. Yeah. But me being your fucking bro, your friend, and also too, like, you know, I want you to have the best shit, and it is this this fucking podcast rules, man. I appreciate you having me on for the second time. That's why I bring Thanks, some man. bubbly. I know this is a next to my a celebratory episode. You are you are the first returning guest. You know, and That's uh, right. and uh, we're, at, we're at the point where we pretty much worked out. All the kings for the audio, the, the lighting, like the visuals. So you, I think you're getting like the first official where I'm feeling comfortable. Like this is how it's gonna look. This is it. Nice. So it's cool for you to come back and uh, see it. You know, see from ground up. I'm really, I'm really Nick. You fucking, you, you got me out of a of a fucking bad situation today. So thank you for for coming in clutch. You know, let's go, of course, man. Always been bro. It, a lot of my friends, like even Tom, like when he had to drive the mats. Back to Chattanooga, he's like, bro, you want to help me? I'm like, I always help with my friends. And also, too, you, got, you don't got to do it expecting some in return. I do it out of the love of my heart of these people that I have close in my life because they're that close for a fucking reason, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So when you hit me up, I'm like, done, dude. Yeah. Let me just, let me just go run the mountain first with my homie and then, you know, yeah. make sure your mother's okay and, you know, check with the family. Were you anything today? No, pff, okay, I'm going to go hang out with my fucking bro and his chick and talk about, you know, chop it up about life and fucking go slam some pizza. Yeah. Well, I think it's time for some pizza, huh? Yeah, for sure. We're, we're going to go up the street and uh, go to Graziano's. Six Thanks for spot. having me on, you guys. Yeah. Thanks for well, coming. Nick, Nick, thank you. And to everyone watching. Oh, wait. Uh, where uh, where people find you? Uh, on 
Twitter and Instagram, it's I think it's my name underscore Nick Vega. I just do that to like it's it's public. Anyone can see me, but I okay. just do that to like differentiate me with everyone else named that. Yeah, yeah. And then on just Facebook, it's just Nick Vega. You know, Nick Vega. Yeah, cool. and they're they're all open. I've nothing to hide. If I got a fight coming up, then I go private. That way they can't you know do homework. But I'm 41 oh, yeah. now. The only thing I'm doing now is jujitsu, maybe kickboxing. But MMA, yeah, I'm, I'm too old, man. <laughs> no, you are you are a young a young gentleman and a scholar, and chat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time to get more shit. All right, let's go, let's go get shot. Everyone, thank you. Oh yeah. Later. Later.